hello hello beautiful people and welcome to another episode of young confused and well read with me your host Han. before i dive into the episode i just want to say thank you for a hundred listeners on the first episode i am beyond grateful for people actually taking the time to listen to this podcast so sending you love thank you so much for your time and your support i really appreciate it apart from that i hope you're having a great day i am really sorry if this sounds a bit off i had a bit of troubles with the microphone so i hope it's okay <laughs> if not i apologize but i'm trying my best here so in today's episode, I'm going to talk about finding happiness in the small moments, how to kind of look out for happiness when you're not feeling your best. And I think it's again getting a bit more personal because I have to admit I have not been feeling my best for the past few days, maybe even weeks, which that sounds a bit much, it's been like one and a half weeks. But um, yeah, I wanted to do an episode like this because maybe you're feeling the same. I feel like especially now that the days go shorter and everything's a bit more dark, people might be not feeling their best. So I feel like this is a nice episode to do in this time. But again, before I dive into the core of the episode, let's start with, you know, my weekly reflection, which I think is especially nice since November's approaching. When you're listening to this, it's already November. Isn't that amazing? I know that a lot of people don't like November, but I love November. You know why? It's my birthday month. Yes, I'm so excited. It's also my dad's birthday month. So lovely month. It's a great time of the year. I feel like especially like with October having like Halloween a lot of autumny vibes and then obviously December is Christmas time. November is kind of like the month in between that I feel like for a lot of people takes the fun out and I probably it's also like the darkest month of the year I'm not sure um but I love it because my birthday's in November so good month <laughs> but let's uh, start with what I'm grateful for first of all what arrived this week were two letters, one from my parents and one from my grandpa, which literally, I knew that my parents sent me something, um, but I didn't know that my grandpa actually sent me a letter, and I was really excited for this. I just wrote my grandpa a letter, like, last week or the week before, and he answered on my letter, so that was really lovely and very sweet and made me really happy. The second thing was handball and movement. I, I know that I say this a lot, but movement actually helps me to feel better. And I also went back to training again, went to all training sessions this week. Again, we have a game tonight. It's just, it, it cheered me up, even though before training, I was like, oh, I don't want to go. But then when I'm there, it actually makes me feel better. And the people are really nice. So that's very great. And then the third thing I'm grateful for is that I actually, it was actually a coincidence, but I talked to one girl out of my history class that I saw at the gym and we just started chatting and then we ended up going on a very lovely walk yesterday and chatted for like an hour which was amazing and I feel like it's just nice to um yeah talk to people she, she actually said hello and then we just started talking so that was really nice and yeah you you will never know uh if you never 
you know, try and talk to them. And that really cheered me up yesterday. <laughs> so what have I been up to? Apart from me basically starting this episode with saying that I have not feeling my best, I'm trying to pick out the things this week that I really, you know, liked or that were great. First of all, I did my trip to Edinburgh and it was amazing. It was so nice. I did it on my own. And I have the feeling a lot of people kind of are afraid of doing something like that on your own. And I feel like I definitely have been because, you know, it's kind of, you're relying just on yourself to actually do it. And I feel like you can easily find something that, you know, distracts you from it, so to say. But guys, go on trips alone. Nobody had time to do it with me. So I just did it on my own. It was nice. Uh, I took the train which took like 40 minutes and then I went to the National Gallery which was very interesting I didn't know that they had like very famous paintings in there but they did and it was pretty it's free too it was pretty nice and then I went to a bookstore my roommate Emily recommended that was really cool and then I went to one of my favorite bookstores there just went to a few secondhand stores picked up some gifts and went to a cafe and that was my highlight because I usually never go to a cafe and especially like when you're on your own. Uh, I feel like some people get intimidating and just sitting down doing stuff for yourself. But um, it was lovely and I just read for like an hour, had my iced coffee and a little cake and it was amazing. And I also got, <laughs> while I was in that cafe, I got my results for my journalism quiz and I was really happy because I, I passed and I did pretty well. So that was a great day. And I don't know why, but buying presents for other people made me so happy. And that that's also what I did. I also started checking out the Simons for end of November, start of December already, just so I can have an overview. But I just, I didn't do this every day. I just did it when, you know, I felt like it. I also finished writing my book. If you don't know, I love writing and I've been writing books since I was 11 and it's one of my greatest pleasures in life. <laughs> it's one of my biggest hobbies and I finished it. It was a children's book and I sent it off to my parents to read. So let's see what they say, but I'm actually quite happy with it. Uh, what I forgot to mention last week, When Midnight came out um, by Taylor Swift. I also listened to that. I really like it. I really like Midnight's. Um, my favorites are Yoni Own Kit, Maroon, um, obviously. Oh, why am I so bad with titles? It's actually embarrassing. What? It's not even hard. <laughs> Antihero. That's the one. And Labyrinth. I love Labyrinth. It's great. I really like it. So I've been listening to this. I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. I love her. So again, handball training, which I already mentioned. I also did a walk to a little town close here. It, it took me like 10 minutes to get there. And it was so sweet. I also found um, a few more presents there. And I just like going on walks, apparently. That was very lovely. And then again, I was working out. But overall, even though I had something that I enjoyed each day, most of the time I was kind of down and I'm getting more into why I think that was the case or still kind of is the case. Not today. Today, today I've been feeling great so far, but that's like the overview. And even, you know, when you have 
you know, nice things going on. Sometimes you just don't feel your best and that's okay. But what am I looking forward to? Uh, the seminars being back on. That sounds so weird because like we had a week off and I was really looking forward to that. But I feel like having seminars is kind of giving me a bit more purpose. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, especially like with everybody like away t- um, this week. It, it is nice to have like people back and to go back to classes. Then again, November starting. And there's also Halloween, uh, which has already been passed if you're listening to this. But honestly, I don't even know if I'm looking forward to this. I'm not as excited as I thought I'd be, but that's okay. Um, yeah, just, <laughs> you. I feel like you can kind of sense that my mood has not been up too much. Oh, another thing, I have a call with my parents on tonight. That sounds so strange, but <laughs> like scheduling calls. But um, I'm looking forward to that as well. And... My affirmation for you today is that no matter how you're feeling or how bad things have been, you are loved and there are people out there who love and appreciate you for who you are and even when you have bad times, try to focus on those who bring you joy, energy, may it be people, may it be things or events and It really helped me in the past few days to have at least one good thing going on every day that cheered me up, even if just for a few minutes. So yeah, with that, let's dive right into the episode and I hope you're going to enjoy. As I have already told you, my mood has not been the best and I actually did notice that because before, you know, my mood kind of dropped. I have been feeling really good for like my first month here, over a month here. What? I'm already here for nearly two months. What's going on? Just realized. But my mood has been overall pretty good. I mean, I did have like my down days, but overall I was just like really in a happy, nice mood. And then, you know, it is absolutely normal that you have days or maybe even sometimes weeks where you're just not feeling your best. Um, And that's kind of what has been going on. Uh, with me for the past few days as I have already said like 300 times (laughs) and I have you know analyzed (laughs) kind of why because I feel like especially if you're feeling down it's sometimes good to know why so you could you know change it or just at least know that's really helpful and I think one reason is because I've been you know mostly on my own which I usually don't have a problem with doing stuff on my own and being on my own again. Like I went to Edinburgh alone. I love going on walks alone also. I really value my alone time and I actually really need it to, you know, regain energy. But I'm also somebody who needs other people for energy because it's just nice to chat with people and to love with people and to interact with them. And that's also something where I get energy from. And I think if I have too much of either of them, it'll drain me. And so I need a balance in that. And especially since my roommate has been away, nobody basically really been here. I really was alone, which was good. Of course, like I did have some nice times like Edinburgh, but then also, um, you know, going to training for two hours and chatting with people apparently wasn't enough for me to feel better. Um, Although that helped me a lot too. And you have people like to talk to and fun chat to. 
Um, so that was one thing, kind of being alone. I also, you know, am kind of tired and not super motivated for the new assignments because, you know, you just finished your other assignments, handed them in, and now I feel like for me, I need to start the other assignments in order to not get overstressed at the end and cram everything in at the end because I know that I cannot work it out. I need my time. So I have not been feeling too motivated for that. And that frustrated me, which is kind of making it worse. Um, but that's why I'm hoping that going back to the seminars will motivate me a bit more. And then, yeah, that kind of got in together and just, again, nothing, nothing happened. There weren't any fights or people being mean or anything. So please don't think that's just that... I feel like especially with me being kind of here alone, I started overthinking things and then <laughs> which is never too good. And then I started feeling kind of like, you know, making things worse than they were for myself. You know, um, I'm just trying to explain this again. I have found some really amazing, lovely people here that are really great. But obviously our relationship or our friendships are not super deep yet because we've just been knowing each other for like nearly two months now. And um, obviously my friends from home, uh, I, I have known for way longer and obviously therefore I have deeper friendships and relationships with them. And I kind of missed having, you know, one or two people here that I have super, super deep rooted relationship with. You know, the kind of people you can call at 2am and they wouldn't even, you know, care. They would just be like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> Whatever. Um, so that's kind of what, you know, has frustrated me and made me feel a bit more lonely. Even though I have met amazing people and we're building, you know, these kind of relationships. Um, yeah, but, you know, my, my friends from school, some of them, you know, has been at uni already for a year. Again, I don't know if you know this, but like... I think you do if you listen to the last episode. I took kind of a year off um, between school and now where I'm at uni. So my friends have already been at university for a year and they have like found new friendships that are amazing. And I kind of have been comparing myself, like my progress to their progress, which is never good comparison. Stop it guys, <laughs> it's like not good. And I've been pressuring myself a bit too much in like you know these kind of feels and that's not good because I actually need to value what I have and yeah I have enough and it's fine even maybe if you're like in a similar situation there will always be more friendships you can make or friends you can find and I'm going to be here for the next four years so I still have a lot of time and you know I shouldn't stress myself too much we're all in a good way so all of these things kind of been going on. Again, I was stressed, I was frustrated, I was kind of sad, felt kind of alone. And that just, you know, added into the mix. Um, so that's why I wanted to come on here and tell you what I try to do when I am feeling unhappy or just not my best and what I personally try to take actions against it. Before I start, two things. First of all, Sometimes you're just feeling bad and you can nothing do you can do nothing about it. You know, our emotions are valid and I feel like the first thing you should do is like accept that 
and to think about why it is because if you don't know why you're feeling a certain way it's likely to not go away until you realize it at least that's what I feel like and don't try to push it away it's okay to feel sad and you don't like <laughs> like there's no 10-step guide or plan that will like cure you from feeling bad because it's normal to feel bad and we have to feel bad sometimes and things have to be bad sometimes to be good again um yes <laughs> and that that's annoying but that's how it is and the second thing is that I just like to say I'm again coming from a very privileged point of view and I know this because I have been facing times where you know nothing could have really helped me because I've been feeling that bad and you know it's it's just not been great and I'm saying that some people you know they're struggling really badly mentally and then obviously the little things that you can cheer you up will also not help so what I'm saying is this is like coming from a very privileged point of view and it's kind of telling you if you have you know a few bad days but overall your you know mental health is fine then this is what I'm approaching I'm not coming here and being like here this is how you can cure your depression because first of all I am not a professional and second of all I cannot give you any advice on that or you know I'm not qualified and I don't even want to do this because that's just like not okay in my opinion to go on and be like hey guys just don't be sad anymore because that's just not right so this is not what I'm talking about I'm just talking about if you've been like in a rut or you're not feeling your best or everything's been kind of lately obviously if you have any worse kind of troubles um please see professional please seek help um, I'm sending you all my love and strength, but this is not what I'm going to talk about in this episode. So don't worry if you have like any triggers on that. It's, I'm not going to touch on this anymore. So now that I've said it, let's dive into matter things of what I would try to do or what I would advise. No, not advice. That's no, I'm not advising anything, guys. <laughs> Which I would try to do for myself um, if I'm feeling not too great and yeah here we go <laughs> let's go so first of all movement I know this sounds a bit silly but sometimes that can really help like first of all what I would advise number one is movement in nature because nature is calming and there are like I don't have any studies here I'm not like oh here you go this study and that but I know that studies have shown that nature has a calming effect on us and can help us to calm down so just go outside it doesn't have to be long go on a walk every time I did it I have been feeling better just spending some time in nature I like especially like to um, not have my phone with me obviously you can take your phone for safety reasons but like I don't have like um, podcasting or anything I just go on a walk listen to nature be with myself and my thoughts which is first of all nice because I get some movement in I breathe some fresh air I get out in nature plus you know I I think I'm I can analyze my thoughts a bit better and clear my head that's I think one thing that will like help you on the way to go and be like hey you know that's what's been going on that's what has been bothering me and to also calm yourself down other movements that I would recommend I love going to the gym 
always makes me feel better. Yesterday I went at night. I really like going at later in the day too, but I usually go in the morning because it fits best with my schedule. Um, but yesterday I went at night and I felt so unmotivated before I went, but then I trained for over an hour and it was nice and I felt way better after. Another thing that I love is just doing yoga. You can obviously also do home workouts, yoga or stretching. I stretch every night and it just is calming me. And again, this is just me telling you, your movement doesn't have to be intense. You can do, first of all, for a very short time, like 5-10 minutes, or do something that isn't really um, difficult or too hard or too exhausting. Just moving your body a bit. Again, like I would recommend to just go outside, but I also know some people, you know, they live in the city and outside is very loud and maybe even more stressful than inside. So it's obviously best if you live somewhere like at the countryside. I kind of live at the countryside at home and here at campus we have, you know, a very beautiful campus environment. So it's very easy for me to just go outside and instantly, like you know, get on a walk. So I know that not all people have that. So yeah, just try some movement of sort of dancing in your room, listening to good music. I feel like that can just cheer you up and get some endorphins flowing and make you feel better. Then um, another thing that I really liked is meditation. I just really been getting into that lately. I've tried it before many times, but I started doing this right after I wake up and it's been really relaxing and calming and sets a good tone for my day. So just try this. If you have not been into meditation, I would personally say there's nothing you can do wrong. You could look up some guided meditation at like, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever. Uh, or you just go on YouTube and look some stuff up there. You have like very short meditations, longer meditations. Or you could just try breathing method. One that's really easy is you breathe in for four seconds then you hold your breath for four seconds. You breathe out for four seconds and then you hold your breath again for four seconds. And then you just repeat that. Um... And that's very easy. And <laughs> just focusing on your breath and focus on your body. Yeah, that's another little thing that can maybe help you to um, calm yourself, feel better, like especially like when you're stressed. I used to meditate before my exams when I had online exams and that always really um, helped me and was really nice. <laughs> another thing for just overall happiness in your day. I feel like it's nice to um, check out, you know, at least one nice thing that happened each day. And I picked up that habit in 2021 and I stopped doing it when I was really at my lowest, but I picked it back up again in 2022. And I love journaling, as you know, and in my bullet journal, I have a list of all 365 days of the year. And every day, I sit down and I find one thing that was great about my day. It just has to be one thing and it can be the smallest thing ever. Maybe just like the way your light hit your room in the morning or, um, you know, the, the one joke your friend told you. It can obviously be a bit bigger things like a good grade or like a nice trip you took or whatever, but it can literally be anything. And I feel like by trying to focus on the good things that, you know, the day ha holds for you, it's kind of making you a bit more hopeful because when you can find at least one thing, 
in each day, even if the day overall was like very bad and not good, that's great. And obviously if your day has just been really, 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 really bad, um, that might be very difficult to do, but I urge you to try it. And it's also a nice reflection for you. And you, this way you can actually realize what makes you feel great for the past few weeks, a lot of times I've written down, you know, some kind of workout I did or movement, like going on a walk that actually has been making me feeling good, but um, sometimes it's something different. And if you see, you know, there's a repeating thing that, you know, is the highlight of your day, obviously it doesn't have to be your highlight, it can be anything <laughs> um, or something that, you know, adds up to your life. You can try to implement it more and keep it up as a habit because by having a lot of habits and things in your day that make you feel good, then obviously your overall happiness will become more. And for me, um, for example, my morning routine, always looking forward to it. I love my morning routine, so that always, you know, makes me having a good start into my day. And that's what I'm trying to, you know, tell you is to try to, first of all, establish a routine that makes you excited for the day already. You know, by having a good start in the day, it's more likely you can, you know, keep going, having a good mood, or even if not, then at least you had a good start into your day. And even if you had a bad start in your day, you know, you can have a good end to it, great night routine. So my morning and night routine to me are important, and because they're usually kind of the same, I can guarantee that I will have a good time at least in these times of day. Um, so that makes me, you know, not too frustrated about you know what to come so I don't go too bad at night being like oh my god my next day is gonna be so bad but I think about the nice morning routine I'm going to have so that's a tip find something you know you can look forward to on the next day um and implement some good habits or have not good good is you know relative habits that make you feel good and again they can be like, I'm, I'm having really basic habits here, and I can't really think about something that's maybe a bit out of the extraordinary, but whatever it might be, um, try to implement it more, if possible, because these are the things you should keep, and vice versa. If you have something in your routine that's just not adding onto your life and actually making you feel bad or even worse or whatever don't do it. And if it's working out, if working out is the one thing that stresses you out and not make you feel good, you know, put it out of there or try to find a alternative for it. You know, if you hate going to the gym, try home workouts maybe or try a different style of workouts. But if this thing is, you know, stressing you and not adding up, then try to, you know, put get it out of there. <laughs> I'm trying to say with this is to work on finding the good things in the small moments of your day, finding the beauty in the small things. And I feel like, well, you know, practicing it with, you know, the little things, with, for example, finding one good thing of your day, um, you're going to become more aware of the good things coming your way and the good things in your day, even if it's just a small thing. Um, and I feel like by appreciating it more, you will become overall a bit happier now that I said it, I like to say that I have heard several times that we as humans already have, you know, a basic level of how happy we can feel, which might sound a bit weird, but what it means is some humans 
you know, just genetically are not able to feel as happy as other humans. So, for example, you have person A who is able to feel happiness on a scale from, you know, 1 to 10, and 10 being the highest. And then we have person B who's just able to feel happiness on a scale from 1 to 7. And then we maybe have person C who's just able to feel happiness on a scale from 1 to 4. So even though, for example, person C is feeling happiness on a scale of 4, which is like the highest they can go, it is not as, you know, <laughs> happy as person A will feel, who's like on a scale of 7, which is not their highest, but it's still higher than what person C can feel. You know what I'm saying? I actually heard that from a, a professor, so I'm just thinking it probably is somewhat right which I just think is interesting but that's just the thing don't get too frustrated when you're struggling with this and we can all still be you know happy and fine with our life even when maybe we're not getting too hyper excited for things anymore um but that's also a thing you know genetically speaking some people are more likely to be happy or happier which might frustrate you but also <laughs> You know, it is what it is. Just wanted to say it. And that's only the that's only dedicating 50% of our happiness. So there's still another 50% which we ourselves can work on. I don't know what that is made up about again, but just wanted to put that in there. Uh yeah. Another thing that I already touched on is to get off of social media. I feel like social media can be great and motivating and sometimes I love it, but sometimes I also hate it because I end up comparing myself and comparing ourselves will, in most cases, not make us feel better. And, you know, obviously most people just post their highlights on social media, which I do myself because um, for me, feeling bad is a very personal thing that I don't want to share with strangers, but that's just a personal approach. Other people might feel different about it. So we share our highlights on social media, so obviously we don't see their struggles even when they do. And then we end up comparing ourselves and making us feel worse. So try to get off social media. Um, I used to use social media as a way of, you know, easing myself when I felt really bad. And that obviously never worked. So if you use social media in a way to ease yourself, um, try to find another thing. Because that will not work. It will probably make you feel more stressed. Or if you go on social media, maybe watch some creators like on YouTube. I feel like for me, YouTube is the safest space because I can actually pick the videos to watch and just maybe pick creators that make you feel better. Like I personally love watching ASMR, which is very calming and relaxing to me. Um, so maybe watch such a video to calm yourself, but like don't scroll on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, wherever. Um, which is my advice, just try to do something else. You can do journaling, painting, watching ASMR, whatever, but find other things. Try to, you know, find another habit than doing this because I feel like especially when we're feeling bad, we end up going on a phone to ease ourselves or to distract ourselves, which, you know, it isn't really easing, it's just distracting ourselves from our feelings. And then everything, you know, goes down the drain. So try to get off that. And that's also a form of working on your mental health overall. I think it is important to take care of our mental health, even though, if, especially if we're assuming our mental health is good, we can work on ourselves. And also, you know, when we're feeling like it's getting worse, trying to see why. Um, and everybody 
can get a mental illness. Everybody can, which is scary. <laughs> like you could wake up one day and have depression. So it, it literally can be that way. And that sucks, but good news is <laughs> by working on your mental health daily, reflecting on yourself, you um, get more resources to be more stable and be less likely to, you know, have mental problems. Some people, again, are genetically, um, are just more likely to, to get mentally sick, which is frustrating. But as somebody who has dealt with mental illness, I can tell you that some things can help you and there's help out there and the number one thing that helped me was therapy and I just like to say that therapy is the hardest thing ever. I cried every therapy session. <laughs> I'm laughing now. I'm crying inside. It was really bad. It was really bad but it helped me. Therapy sessions were hard and I was scared but it worked. And I got better and I'm really, really um, great I did it. And what I'm trying to say is, is that working on your mental health isn't easy. It is uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. So you need to sometimes get into an uncomfortable position to make you feel better. A bit more gentle thing because some people obviously are not in the privilege to afford therapy, which is very sad. Luckily, um, therapy is free where I live. But um, some people may be also thinking even though I think everybody can use therapy, some people might be thinking, okay, you know, that's not really the resource I want right now, or I think I really need. You could try to journal, try to reflect on your own emotions, um, identifying there are, you know, different resources you can use, just maybe watching some videos on that. I think as scary as the internet might be, it has some resources on there that might help. And I'm not saying Googling some symptoms, I'm actually saying, like, watching maybe some experience people telling you maybe little ways of what you can do to make you feel better and I think journaling is great getting your thoughts out writing your thoughts out writing them on paper maybe even speaking to yourself about it just getting it out of there that might release it and maybe if you're afraid of something what really helps is to identify it and write it down write down your thought of what you're afraid and you know actually put yourself out there and put it against it and it will make you feel happier. That's what made me feel better. And it was the scariest thing ever, but it worked. So a little bit more intense, but just sometimes uh, we need to get uncomfortable to get better again. A little bit more on the easier relaxing side. Spend time with family, friends, or people you love. Sometimes that can really cheer us up. Like, even though I can't spend time with my parents right now, I try to, you know, have a phone call with them. Um, again, like, I went on a walk with one girl from my history class, and it was really lovely. I go to training, even though I don't want to, because I know it will make me feel better. And that's the thing that you can do, and that can make you feel better. Or if you're feeling you're spending too much time with people and it's stressing you, spend some time alone. Maybe that will help finding a balance and also sometimes getting out of your comfort zone what I was already saying getting out of your routine sometimes your routine is so dull that it's making you feel bad and unfulfilled so going out of there trying some new things figuring out some other things that might add up to that can be great again my time and my day in Edinburgh was not very routine but it made me feel really good obviously I cannot go to Edinburgh every week um but sometimes even just a day outside of your routine 
already makes you feel better so that's an advice and one thing i'm struggling with because i love my routine and i love my comfort zone but the next thing is no matter what advice you might take from myself um do it for yourself do what makes you feel good and if it is lying in bed all day eating snacks watching netflix then do that that's amazing do that if that's making you feel better yes do it <laughs> so don't do anything said like if people see like oh 10 steps to make you feel better again there's no guarantee and sometimes you just need to take a break and you need to actually get deep in the slum to get out of it <laughs> which sounds a bit weird but you know just relax don't do anything and calm yourself and don't think about exercise or movement or whatever scroll on social media sometimes we also need to do that so do it for yourself and obviously if that's not serving you don't do it but do the things that make you feel better for yourself and not for anybody else or not for you know becoming a better version of yourself because you will you will grow anyway and you will be learn more anyway so don't worry about it um invest in yourself i would say you know i would also say that sometimes we, you know, we live in a um, world <laughs> where we consume a lot, so to say. Like, consumerism is supported. And yes, buying things and getting things will make us feel better for a short time, but not overall. And if you buy something, and if you really want to buy something, think about if it actually might serve you in the long term. And that's, again, there's a difference of really making you feel better or just easing yourself for the moment. So try to identify it. If I go and I buy presents for other people for like Christmas or their birthdays, um, that makes me feel good because I know I'm investing in somebody and um, hopefully they're going to like the present and cheers them up. Um, and if I buy something for myself, I try to think of, is we actually like really going to have a use out of this? For example, weirdest example, but I bought a blender like last week or the week before and I love my blender and it's going to serve me a lot. So that was a very good investment and it still makes me happy to know that I have a blender. Another thing would be books. Like I can buy a million books and it will always be a good investment because I'm going to read them. Okay, maybe a million books is a lot, but <laughs> I have my like 50 books and I know that I will eventually, you know, get to them and read them and use them and love them. Um, instead of like me maybe buying something that I actually might not need and it's just a ease for the moment. So try to remember that if maybe your way of, you know, you're feeling bad is like to go shopping. Um, try to really identify, you know, what you can use and what makes you feel better in that way. And don't, you know, just buy things to buy something. Um, little weird reminder at that point. And I feel like something I would like to end on is that you might also find the beauty in struggle, which is the hardest thing of them all, because struggling is not nice and it's not comfortable and it's not necessarily beautiful. But just know that without struggle, there will not be growth and without bad days, there will not be good ones. So try to remind yourself that if you're struggling, if you're feeling bad, that there will be good times coming and that you will feel better one day. And that the struggles will make you appreciate the good times even more. And even though there's like no method to get happy or get happier or whatever, 
just by trying, you're already doing enough. And I hope you know that. So with that, we're at the end of the episode. I hope I wasn't too unorganized because I have to admit, I have not sorted the notes that I took um, on my laptop. I, I sometimes do live at bullet points. I don't forget what I wanted to say. They were unorganized and I struggled a bit. So my tips in this podcast episode are probably a bit all over the place, but I hope that's okay because I think in general, what I talked about might be kind of helpful and I had a fun time recording it anyway. So I hope it might make you feel better or help you even. And I really hope you're going to have a good day, a good week, or maybe even a good month. And you got this and I hope you're feeling better. And if you already are feeling amazing, that's great. Then I hope that I made you feel even better. And again, if you're not feeling too good, sending you love and support. I believe in you and I believe it's going to get better. So as always, I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, feel free to listen to some of the other episodes I have up or give this podcast a five-star review if you like it, give it a follow. Thank you so much, even if this is the only episode you are going to listen to. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I check out, you know, my podcast insights, not every day, but uh, a lot of times a week and it always makes me really happy to see it from where you are from because you can actually see this and I get so excited because we have listeners from nearly all over the world Australia America Canada I think Turkey Spain Great Britain Germany France like so many places I'm like whoa that's crazy it made me really happy so thank you so much wherever you're from thank you for spending your time with me I'm beyond happy and if you want to spend even more time with me, you can click on the show notes. I have my socials linked. You can follow me on my private Instagram or on my podcast at Instagram at young underscore confused underscore and underscore well read or follow me at TikTok. Um, I'm not a professional and actually my social media channels are not as fun, but I really appreciate every follow you give me and you don't have to do it. Don't feel pressured. I'm just excited that you're here. As I was saying, have a good day and don't forget to maybe tune in next week. Every episode I am posting is out on Tuesday. So until then, stay young, confused and well-read. Bye-bye.